0: Hebrews chapter 10, beginning at verse number 19, reading down through verse number 25. New Living Translation says, So dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts fully trusting him for our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. I talked something about that last night in the words of Joshua. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good work. And let us not neglect our meeting together. Don't miss that one. That's what we're talking about. Back The church, don't let us neglect our meeting together, as some people do. But encourage one another, especially now, that the day of his return is drawing. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building, even in the presence of our God. We come back in this passage, Hebrews 10, 19 through 25, but I zoom in the verse 20. By his death. Jesus opened a new and life giving way through the curtain into the most holy place a new and life giving way through the curtain the death of Jesus but not only do we look as I talked last night at our Saturday experience, not only do I look at the death, but even more importantly, I look at the resurrection. Look what I got. Look what I got. That's that's my title. Look what I got. Sometimes we say that because of a purchase something we have been able to obtain. Look what I got. It might even be perhaps you just took a test and after the test you want to find out how others did. Look what I got. Look what I It might be that you had gone to the doctor and the doctor has given you the clean bill of health. That's a blessing. But you realize that God has the final word. Look what I got. When I look at this this reality, and of course I, I pull it out, since the Barbara Wood of the text Because the relationship with God, Daquan, might not be something that I'm automatically going to notice about you. What is it? What's the distinctive? That's one of the sermons that was played on the radio broadcast this weekend. Deals with desire. Desire and passion, something, Renee, on the inside working on the outside. I'm not not immediately going to notice what is the distinctive between you as a believer and a unbeliever. And I talk about this and I lift this up because I don't lift it up for, for us and for you to be braggadocious. That's not the purpose of it. Look what I got. As if others do not have access to it as well. Now, we have access, but, the, but there is that sense of decision. I, I have, the song says, uh, Brother Scott, Sister Scott, I, I have decided to follow Jesus. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my So I'm not lifting this to brag. But I am saying that he is a distinctive in my life. What's, what's at my core? What's driving me? Jesus is at the center of my life. And if he's not at the center, I'm praying that he becomes your center. Because once Jesus becomes center, it is able to give us balance. You want a balanced life? You need Jesus at the center. If your Jesus is not at the center, your life is out of balance. You want to get your life together. I know I mentioned last night that more people are now taking in Marijuana than nicotine. That's the new. That's the new finding. Of course, we have fancy words for it: cannabis. We have gummies. You can get it in all kinds of forms. As a matter of fact, folk can be in church now. You know, you we back in the day, the, uh, the ladies always had some candy in the, in their pocketbook. Question now: What's in the candy? <laughs> you may not take candy, man. I know Halloween is coming up, Reverend Altheria, but you better make sure. You better check. You better check some folks because they might put some strange stuff in your bag. We, we come, Some of us we we came through some of that. You you remember? You remember? Because you haven't been you haven't been in church all your life. How they used to spike drinks. And then they what they would stand around to see how they it would be how it would impact you. Some of you remember Angel does. I'm, I'm trying to do a throwback. I I know I know this, this is the holy crowd. This is I go to church at 730, at first Baptist Church of Highland Park. But I want to I want to remind you that. You have gotten something along that journey, and it is the impact of the very Word of God, the Logos, Living Word, I, I, the Word, the Word that transcends time, the Word that impacts us, that the Word that that even when I get off track, the Word challenges me to move back into the right space and place. That's my first point. The presence of Jesus in one's life totally shifts one's reality. I can't do what I used to do because the Holy Spirit has, has rings on me. Now, 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 let's be quite honest, Shepard. Some folk don't do because they can't do. <laughs> I don't go to the club anymore. You, you can't go. <laughs> They're not gonna let you in. They're they, 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 they not gonna let you in. You, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't have, you don't have the right look. So, not, you, know, so you have you haven't you haven't grown out of it in terms of spiritual maturity. You aged out. And you got to go back for those nostalgic moments, you know, like homecoming, family reunion, that's my song. Where you got some other folk who are in your peer group who will be out there trying to back that thing up. Look what I got in terms of relationship with God. Look at what God has done to impact my life. I'm grateful today for the presence of God. It, it says in about how we can come in verse 19, we can come boldly. I can come to worship boldly, you know, I can come to worship. Boldly, because I I realized that as a a believer, I had to die to an old life and get up in the newness of life. I can come boldly. And I'm coming to this 20th verse, by his death, Jesus opened a new life-giving way through the curtain, the veil, into the most holy place. Before Jesus, I could only come into the holy of holies once a year the priest had to lead the way but now i can come into the presence of god multiple times during the day whatever the time not just at banker's hours but i can come to him at any time look what i got look what i got look what i got some of you some of you have been blessed to go to concerts and you have had backstage passes. Look what I got. Some of you have had uh, the V the, There's the, the, a long line, and, and some of you know you get you 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 have the ability to come and to get in front of the line. You don't have to stand back there because you you have a special ticket. You don't have to stand in the back. You have special access. One of the worst things. One of the worst things is is to have special access, but don't utilize it. This happened to me in travel. I've been in travel, and then a person looked at my ticket and said, you know, you're in the wrong line. You didn't didn't have to be in this line. You could have been over there, and there's no line. And then you say, ah, should have known that. You you, you priority. You are are on our goal list, but you don't access it. You have the ability, you got the points, but you don't access it. I'm talking to believers out there that there are certain privileges you have just because you are connected to Jesus. You you walking around with your head down but you can put your head up. You can you can come in with a sense of knowing that the wind is behind my back and underneath my wings because Jesus has made it so. I can enter this place. I can go into this this special moment. I can understand because he has Jesus has opened a new life-giving way through a curtain into the most holy place. I'm, I'm glad to be in, in the stand on holy ground. I'm, I'm glad to be able to wake up in the morning, give God praise for bringing me through another night, another week. Another, coming over another mountain, coming out of another valley, coming through another storm. Our prayers go to those in Mississippi, in Jackson, without water, access, electricity. We pray for God's presence. The second thing, One must fully trust God in this journey of faith. I'm not talking about that play stuff where you're trying to impress people. I'm not trying to impress people. I'm trying to please God. Lord, I want you to be pleased with my life. Look what I got, I've got salvation. covered by the blood of Jesus. You've you've had victories and you've come through. The Lord told you, I will fight your battles. The battle is not yours, but it is the Lord's. I fully trust God. I was looking at a TikTok video with a father standing there And a little girl was standing on the top of a a counter and he was telling her, jump! She said, I can't do it. He said, jump! I'm going to catch you. I can't do it. I can't do it. He said, yes, you can. Finally, he convinced her to jump. And of course, he caught her. And sometimes God is trying to convince you to jump. And you say, I can. And God is saying, jump. I-, I will catch you. I'm not talking about doing something foolish and crazy. They said that yesterday the top executive for Bed Bath & Beyond jumped to his death. I'm not talking about that kind of jumping. But I'm talking about a jumping of faith. The scripture The scripture is is clear, it's poignant, it's true. The 22nd verse, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For Our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. How are you going to get clean with dirty water? You're not going into a cesspool to get, to get washed. I want to get in some clean water. That's why some of you had, to, had the privilege to travel and you've been able to go to some places where you can go out in the ocean and, and you can look down in the water and see your feet. Everybody not able. Some of y'all, some of y'all, seen that. The rest of us, we've been watching it on TV. Pure water. Pure. Did you imagine years ago that people could get rich selling you bottled water? Think about that. Let's go. I mean, this is seven thirty in the morning. There's a whole bunch of y'all. We can remember bottling water and you're going to become a multi-billionaire just because of bottled water. But we drink that water because the water is clean. Sometimes it's got some minerals in it. It's got a little bit of this. gives us that, that, that hydration sprinkled blood of Jesus make us clean just a sprinkle of Jesus just a sprinkle of Jesus i'm reading in the book 16:19 very long uh, but it's it, one, of the, one of the aspects in the 1619 book. It talks about the sugar industry and how Africans were so uh, much involved in the sugar industry because sugar was, was really something set aside for the elite. The poor did not have access to it. Now, now they do in a negative way because of fast food and, you know, and, and, and the, all the problems of sugar and all the problems that even sugar has, has impacted in the lives of African Americans. We get too much sugar. You know, we got, and then, of course, you have the results of that. Some of y'all, some of y'all taking pills just to eat dessert. You missed that. You missed that. (laughs) Amen. You, 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 you take, you, you take it. You take it medication just so you can eat that peach cobbler with ice cream. Come on, somebody i 'm not, I'm not trying to mess you up i, 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 I that, that landed for somebody to live, 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 move on now, move on but, I, I, but but the Bible says that we can be made clean by the blood sprinkled on us one of, the, one, of, one, of the, one of the things one of, one of my favorites of breakfast we 're not serving breakfast this month we're praying for our chef he's had back surgery and all of that. But one of one of one of the favorites of, of, of breakfast for me, you know, I always love some, some scrambled eggs. That's beautiful, beautiful. And then and then uh, some turkey bacon go along with it. That's I stopped with pork, you know, enjoyed that. I enjoyed pork bacon up to 60. And then after sixty I said no. So but one of the my one of the other favorites is French toast. And I love my French toast sprinkled. Come on, with somebody. You gotta sprinkle some of that, that powdered sugar. I, I, know, I know you really don't need it. I know, I know, I know, Willie, I know, I know you don't need it. But it, you sprinkle it, you know, then you can really, if you want to be really fancy with it, you know, slice up some some strawberries and and then of course uh, you have to follow that, that with some maple syrup. Bam! But the blessing, Joel, is the sprinkling. You are blessed because I'm sprinkled by the blood. If I'm blessed because, Brother Taylor, I'm sprinkled by the blood, what impact is that going to make if I'm saturated? I wish I had a witness in here. See, because you know there are some people, all they want is a sprinkle. Come to church once a week, once a month. I can't wait. I went two times last month. No, I don't want to just to have the sprinkle. I know the sprinkle makes a difference, but I don't want, Frank, just to have the sprinkle. I want to be saturated. I want you to saturate me. From the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. Saturate with me with the word of God. You don't know what the challenge is going to be. You don't know how. You're going to have to bend and not break. Look what I got. I got Jesus. I have the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm fully trusting you, God. I, I'm not going to be one foot in and one foot out. I'm, I'm fully trusting you. When I go to the pool, I don't go and put my toe in. I want to fully immerse. And I don't want to think about it too long. You don't want to think about it. You want you 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 I want to go and I i like to go to the pool and do a cannonball. Water splash everywhere. Come in there boldly. I don't want, I don't want the sprinkles. I want everything you have to, to give to me, God. Any way you want to bless me, God, I, I'm going to be satisfied. Here I am, God. I open up my heart. I open up my spirit. Pour it on me it on me. I've been washed in the blood. I'm anchored in his word. Look what I got. Look what I got. Look what I got. The third thing is believers should seek to push others into deeper relationships with Jesus. I'm pushing you into a deeper relationship. I don't want you to be casual about your faith. Another book I'm simultaneously reading um, about the late Kobe Bryant, the mamba mentality. He had crazy dedication. Unbelievable. It it says in in the mama mentality that Kobe Bryant would go to the gym and lift weights until his arms were numb. Then he said, let's go play basketball. I mean, Frank, that's that's a whole different mentality where they said that weightlifting will mess up your shot. He said, I'm going to lift until my arms are numb. Then I'm going to play ball, of course, some of you know something about late Kobe bryant he he he, he would his his regular getting to practice practice would start about six thirty in the morning, but he would be there at four thirty other teammates would come in and he and they say, "How long you been here, Kobe?" But you look at this 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 that believers are going to push others. Push others. Kobe pushed people around him. That's why him and Shaq couldn't stay together. Shaq said he wanted to enjoy his off season. He was going to parties and eating and he'd come back to camp and he said, I'll play my way back into shape. Kobe would come back ready to go. Shaq, out of shape, calling for the ball. Kobe said, uh uh-uh. I'm not giving it to you. You haven't earned it. <laughs> come on, somebody. Kobe, Kobe, was, it one, one season he was going along, and, and Phil Jackson said to him, you need to, need to give Kat, Shaq the ball. He said, You've been, we have gone three quarters of the season, and you haven't given Shaq the ball. He said, he said Shaq should have come to camp." in shape. Now, if I give him the ball, I'm going to mess up my average. He was leading the league in scoring. He said, if you come here ready, he said, we're in another pattern. We can still win. But the point that I'm making is that you have to, our goal is to push others. Many of us end up being where we are because somebody pushed us. We had parents who pushed us. We had teachers who pushed us. We had coaches who pushed us. We had friends who pushed us. And sometimes the pushing was not necessarily done, Deacon McCormick, Chairman Williams, not done verbally, but just modeling behavior. You want your children, the grandchildren to get out of the bed in the morning. You got to get out the bed. Come on, somebody. You get out, going, going down to the kitchen, get, put the coffee on, start making breakfast, turn the TV on loud. Come on, somebody. You, it, it will shift the atmosphere. I'm pushing others. I don't want you to be casual because I'm not going to be casual about it. Even as a pastor, I, 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 try, I, try, I try my best to show up on, on the feeding, at least to come through because I, I, don't, I don't want to just be the lazy pastor. And, and you can't ask people to do what you're not willing to do yourself. We got too many folks who got titles and seats and all of that but what are we doing right. Come on, sir. and i'm not trying to put i'm not i'm not saying that is a put down to anybody look what i got and i don't say this out of any point of being arrogant i, I, I say it by by being by i'm gracious to god bigger jerry over me for everything god does These words in Hebrews that that have sometimes been attributed to the Apostle Paul. But we realize that we talk in this particular passage, we want you to hold firm. We want you not to waver. We want you to trust God. We want you to motivate others. We want you now not to neglect coming into the house of God. Somebody already knows it is something about the journey of faith, and it it's something about being in the house of worship. I'm thanking God that just before, not before, you didn't have to sing one song for me. Just being able to walk through the doors. Do I have a witness when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all He's done for me? Whatever happened in your week, on the metro, on the highway, on the beltway, I'm here in the house of God, giving God praise. Look what I got. I got Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, oh, oh! I feel like A. Lewis Patterson, hallelujah. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all He's done for me, my, my, my soul got to cry out, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. Ain't he all right? and he all? Look what I got. I got Jesus. And Jesus makes a difference in your life. Come on, clap your hands everybody. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park and Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301 301- 773 6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web FBHP.org and remember there's power at the park.